BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We went to a place called Sveti Stefan, which is a really... <laughs> <laughs> not, not sweaty. No, it's not sweaty, Stefan. Um, yes, Stefan's always greasy, isn't he? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. And today we're talking about Montenegro. Montenegro. I saw a TikTok very recently of an American reaction to like a geography video. Oh, and God. You see where this is going? Yeah, definitely see where this is going. And uh, obviously she'd never heard of Montenegro because she's American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Two minutes in. I'm sorry if you're from America. We, you can keep no, watching. No. Get off TikTok, America. <laughs> Lean into it. Let the anger out. Well, she she was like, basically the, the guy in the video was saying, so this is a country of Montenegro. And she paused it and was like, Montenegro? What? How could 2022? How can you do something like this? Oh, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> Plus, I mean, it's literally That's just so means, American. It's so American. Means Black Mountain. Have you ever seen a video of a of an American meeting a black French person? It blows their mind. <laughs> blows their mind. <laughs> Why? Just because like everyone's conceptually. got small mustaches. They, they no, just I yeah. suppose like a, a black like. Uh, Irish person or like a oh, black that, Scott, that, that would be Scott. too much for them I think I think there's just there's just an assumption that like all, all black people either live in Africa or they're all African Americans and that's yeah. that's like the, the limit <laughs> of their knowledge so yeah, yeah. And there's other languages and in some languages you can call a country Montenegro and it just mm. means black mountain and it's totally fine even though the, it's not even the language they speak yeah in, no it's, it's, Ita- it's Latin isn't it or Greek or Italian actually it's from Venetian well, Venetian, old Venetian um well, it's literally the same in Spanish. Like it's yeah, it's probably same the same in Italian. So you've just come back yeah. from Montenegro. I had ten days there. Was it fabulous? It was a very nice. Um, yeah, beautiful. you sent you sent a lot of um, envious and en- envy-inducing photos. Yeah, it's just everywhere we went, every every everywhere you look, except for the bins, obviously. Um, just. <laughs> beautiful mountains that's everywhere <laughs> seas just stunning just like clear clear seas lots of swimming um <laughs> I love that analogy. yeah oh, not the bins there they're gross <laughs> um and we, we we didn't really go that much that much inland um we stayed mainly on the coast like around Cotto bay um do you think the bins are different inland uh we are you hope so <laughs> um, but yeah just it's stunning so what are the people of 
Montenegro. Montenegro. Um, pleasant, really nice people, friendly, smiley people. Um, a little bit Balkany racist, you know, as as they all are. Comes with there. the physical territory. Bit nationalisty, but not as bad as Serbs or Croats. Um, we've got a reputation uh, in in the Balkans, the Montenegrins, for being lazy. Uh, it's like the lazy people. There's a sleeping. There's a, a competition in some little town. Um, see who can lie on a mattress for the longest without falling asleep. <laughs> without falling asleep. <laughs> well, they win 400 euros if they win. It's all right. That's a lot. That sounds like a good game. Um, so yeah, Montenegro. It's called Cernagora in the local language, which is, they call it Montenegro, but it's basically Serbian. And let's not beat around the bush. Um, tiny little country. How many people live in Luxembourg? Ha uh ha. -huh. See, that's where it gets interesting. Roughly the same as Montenegro. No shit. Yeah. Just over 600,000. Yeah, 620,000 people. Um, are they similar sizes? No. Montenegro is um, bigger. Also, Montenegro are the joint tallest people in the world. Yeah. What? A average male height of 182 centimeters. How tall is that? Is that you? No, I'm, I'm, like, six, I'm taller than that. I'm like 12 subways. centimeters taller than oh, that. Okay. Sorry? Six subways. But that's the average height. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of people... My height or taller. Right. Um, the other country is uh, the Netherlands, by the way. Joint tallest. Yeah, joint tallest. Shit, um, I haven't got. I don't know. Have I got the size of the country? I, don't know, I, I, I have it. It's uh, thirteen thousand eight hundred twelve square kilometers. Luxembourg is two thousand five hundred. It's not, but, it? but that's not. It's not big. It's nearly seven no. Luxembourgs. It's much bigger than Luxembourg for but the same still, population. Still, seven Luxembourg isn't very much, is it? It's not, <laughs> no, like, I mean, in terms of size, it's still no, like... of course not, no. Um, it's, not, it, it's not massive. Like, you could drive from... We stayed at a place called Herzog Novi. Um, and then you could drive to the the border with Albania. Oh, Herzog Novi borders Croatia on the, on the north. North Sea side. And then you could drive down to a town called Ultsin, which borders Albania, it takes you about two hours. Oh, so okay. So pretty, pretty small little country. Um, Fair. You sent me a lot of pictures of cats. Well, I love cats, that's why. Um, Tom's a proud owner of two new cat babies. Yeah, I got, really? got kittens on Sunday. Nice. They are the tits. Um, that's yeah. what he calls them. <laughs> tit one and tit two. <laughs> no, no, they're just, they're just collectively called... They don't, they don't have individual names. Oh, one's they're Herbert just... and the other one's... No, they're just both called the tits. <laughs> well, individually, do they not have a name? Yeah, they're both called the tits. No, <laughs> yeah, so this one's called the tits and this one's also <laughs> called the tits. Um, Why not one though and the other one tits? <sighs> it just saves confusion, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a bit easier in the long run. Um, <laughs> saves confusion, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> so, country, country facts. Uh, Prime Minister... Dritan uh, Abazovic, uh, capital city. Oh, how do you pronounce that? I don't know. I've had conversations with people. None of none of. Have you been there? No, I haven't been there. Oh, okay. I, I flew to a place called Tivat, uh, which is on the coast. Uh, so I pronounce it Podgorica. I think that's probably. But I have a feeling it might be pronounced Podgorica. Uh, the, and then the old capital is Chetnya, uh, which is. Uh, not where the new capital is, obviously. <laughs> Official language, Montenegrin, but I was really disgusted. That's basically Serbian. Uh, about 70% Orthodox, 20% uh, Albanian, um, uh, 20% uh, Muslim. Hmm. So yeah. there's quite a high Albanian and uh, 
Bosnian population. Though. I I because I know so little about this country, I can't even begin to imagine what the culture is like. It's probably very similar to the rest of the world. It's a bit really. Mediterranean-y. It's yeah, sort of like Greek, sort of like Greek Italian. Greek meets like quite like imagine sleepy Greek fishing town meets Serbia. Right. Drastic so it's difference. like it's like the attitude of a quiet fisherman in his village, but a whole country and they're a little bit Serbian-y. Right. It's okay. it's cool, cool vibes. Um I've only been a country since two thousand six. Yeah, the young of... the youngest officially recognized uh country in Europe. Hmm. Let's That's not let's not cute. get into the Kosovo disagreement <laughs> just yet. Um yeah, only two thousand six. And like they make jokes about that. They were so they were so lazy they couldn't be bothered to succeed from Mucus Live at the same time. <laughs> um had to wait fourteen years. Uh they used the Euro, even though they're not a member of the EU. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why I don't know why they why they allow it, but they do. They're gonna be in the EU in a couple of years, probably. Um uh, yeah, that's my that's my basic facts. What did you get up to? A lot of swimming. Okay. A lot of well, a lot of, a lot of uh, marital things. Um, as you can imagine. Was it your honeymoon in a way? Sort of, yeah. Sort of, little, 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 little honeymoon. Um, I went to a jacuzzi. That was nice. Did you uh, kiss? Uh, not, the, not me in the jacuzzi, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of walks through really picturesque towns. Uh, we went to a place called uh, Kotor, which is one of the main towns in what's called the Bay of Kotor. It's obviously named after the town. Um, and like it's old, like old, like fortified town wall, like like narrow streets, loads of cats everywhere, um, loads of cruise lines, American tourist cruise lines, walking around with their. Where are we? So it's literally nestled around. So it's like a fjord. Um, mm. So you have these really steep, high mountains all around the town. And at the top of one of the mountains was a an old fort, and there's oh god, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, and there's um. A staircase up to it. So we walked up the staircase, and it was like, I think it's like a thousand steps. That sounds awful. Top. It was awful. It was like thirty degrees as well. Yeah. Um, amazing view though. Um, and then we went to a place called Sweaty Stefan, which is a really <laughs> not, not sweaty. <laughs> no, it's not sweaty Stefan. Um, yeah, Stefan's always <laughs> greasy, isn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is it. Is oh, that, cool. Is that my picture? Was no, that a stock no, no. one. Um, no. So that's you, you take pictures in portrait, Tom. Oh yeah. I can't that's... use your pictures, Tom. All right then. Uh, so this is um, <laughs> this is Sveti <laughs> Stefan, um, uh, which is literally like there's a little town next to it, and there's nothing there. It's like a couple of shops, but this is a little sort of. It's not an island because it's got like um, as you can see, Kev's in the way, and the chair's now in the way. But there's like a small <laughs> strip of land. Uh, and then there's two bays either side of it, so the bays come right up to it. Um, oh, so it's a bit like um, St. Michael's Mount. Yeah, a bit like in that. In a way, yeah. But <laughs> look at the sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I went to St. Michael's Mount last week, and I can tell you it's not like that. No. Um, <laughs> it's not quite impressive, though. Conceptually. It's, it's, uh, it's like that one in France, then. It's like the one in France, but from Wish. It's shit. I'm sorry. The one from France what's is the, actually... What's the, what's the French one called? Same name. Mont Saint-Michel. Wow. Don't know which one came first, but the French one's actually like a whole town inside, and yeah, I've you, been there. you've got hotel. It's it's amazing, yeah. right? There's the, a hotel. Prince Charles went there for, uh, so, for lunch once. What? <laughs> I went on a school trip there, and someone bought a sword. 
<laughs> we were in year eight and someone Why sold a kid a sword. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Both but, for both the child and the country, given they're probably from New were they from Newport? Yeah, God yeah. Uh, that's why. But I read about that because it was actually one of my pictures because I thought I was gonna talk about it. Didn't realise you went there. Um but I heard I thought it was only a luxury resort now. Yeah, you need to book to go into the So it's town. not a village anymore. No. Well. There's a restaurant there. I didn't go there. It's too expensive. It's <laughs> the resort, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's all yeah. Um, they should turn it into a water park. Didn't have any water parks there. Disappointed. Well, at least not that I went to. So speaking of which, sweet shit. Out, I um, I went swimming last week. Uh, to then this is this has got nothing to do with anything. But I went because I enjoyed swimming in a pool so much in Montenegro and in the sea. That I was like, right, I need to go to the lessons and I need to go swimming. Um, I was convinced, and I was a bit annoyed at the, at the time because I wanted to do like up and down lanes from like actually get fit. And I was convinced to go to the, the leisure swimming, which is the one with the slides. Best decision I've made in a long time. I was going down. Oh, the one in Cardiff Bay? Yeah. Is yeah, it in Cardiff Bay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Went down like the, the water sports centre? Uh, yeah, the international pool. By the way. Yeah. Well, yes. I was just going down the slides for an hour. It was wicked. The, the only problem is I dressed for fancy, for like proper swimming. Speedos. So I was in, so I was in Speedos. <laughs> and there's all these like... I had a moustache then. I mean, oh, and, um, it was just loaded down to their, their kids. And I was like, God. And I was just you. Talking, I was talking to my wife. And I was like, I look, I look like an absolute paedophile. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. that was, <laughs> I do love that place though. It's wicked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently not wicked enough to be recreated in Montenegro. Um, so yeah, that's, it's, yeah, just like every road... Everywhere you look, it's just picture perfect. You can't believe that. Like you look behind where you are, and you're like, they look. Everything looks photoshopped in. Mm. It's just unbelievably beautiful. Um, and yeah, they've got loads of stuff there. Like the second, the deepest canyon in Europe is there, uh, the Tara Canyon, which is one thousand three hundred thirty-three meters. Um, it doesn't look like a canyon that much. Like when you think of a canyon, you think of. Grand Canyon, and then this is just full of trees, so it's a bit weird. But well, that's, that's, I, I really love this green screen thing, but the majority of the pictures <laughs> we're just in front of just blocking everything. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it looks cool. The water looks nice. Yeah, the water looks very blue. Did it's you like go Jurassic to that Park. place or no? <laughs> I did. Fuck, <laughs> I did fuck all. I went. We went exploring to lots of little towns on the coast, and that's about it, really. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't blame you at all. It's got one of two uh, uh, rainforests in Europe. Really? Isn't the other one in Bosnia? Bosnia. Oh, so probably the same one. They probably just connected. Probably, probably yeah. two. Um, so the national park, uh, Biogradska Gora. Uh, it's uh, oh god, Amer using American websites. Do you know how big a hectare is? It's like pretty 10 sure acres. That's pretty, it's pretty uh, international though. Is it? Yeah, because like it's like a thousand square kilometers. I don't know. Well, it's... Like it, it's, a, it's a metric system. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Aren't they bringing um, pounds and ounces back in? To the UK? To the UK. Oh, no, they're, make, they're, well, they're, make, they're not making it a legal requirement that you have to use metric. Right. Um brilliant if, if that's if that if you if you think that's a win for the you global britain get back in your hovel um 
Uh, so hateful sometimes. I am really hateful. I'm just. I mean, that, that is. <laughs> You've got, just come back from holiday. I haven't got time for this shit. Um, uh, it is a bit ridiculous, though. Like, who cares? It was. Uh, yeah. It was Montenegro. Was one of the founder was one of the founders of the Red Cross, uh, and also the first country which introduced uh, postal service by car. Hmm. Mail, that mail is vans. so odd. Um, <laughs> I would have never. Yeah. As opposed to on foot and bicycle, I guess. Or, yeah, or horse. Oh, yeah. Maybe boat. Took a boat in Montenegro. It was lovely. Oh, yeah. Uh, Did you see any cool animals? Talk to me about the animals. Uh, I didn't see that. I saw Cups. a lot of little fish in the sea. Swam with them. They were loving it. Um, <laughs> uh, some nice stray dogs. Some not stray dogs that were also nice. Lots of cats. Did the, did the dogs have the earnest eyes of no, the Peruvian dogs? They didn't. They didn't have the, the. No, not quite. They were very cute. They, well, they were all a little bit fat, and they were all lying down on the floor in, in like the shade. Like, oh, I, like, would, I think if I could be any animal, it would be a harbor cat or a harbor dog. Oh yeah, it'd be like, so good. Would, a Greek or Italian yeah. or Montenegro, like. I wouldn't really want just to be him, like just John O'Groad's cat. St. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's Mount. This place is shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's... Uh, it, oh, it's, it was the only self-declared ecological state. Yeah, I saw what, that. What does that it, mean? I'm not really sure. Um, like so what I wrote bullshit. is includes in- environmental protection in its constitution. Oh, mm. cool. A bit, a bit like Bhutan-esque, yeah. yeah. I don't think, they're, quite, I don't think they're taking it. it quite as seriously as Bhutan, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, what can you tell us about the bins, then? What is so special uh, it's about It's just a bins? throwaway comment. <laughs> well, you and I discuss bins in Russia on a regular basis. Yeah, only because only only because the joy of... One of the jo- one of the few joys of going to Russia um, is the, that odd occasion, that magical moment when you are walking somewhere and a public bin is on fire. Yeah, it you brings, know you've landed. It brings nothing but joy. Um, I've been, I've seen, I've seen bin fires in Russia at, at all stages, from walking in and it's a raging inferno to those initial whisks. like embers. Yeah, those, yeah, the late stage embers. Those first, uh, those first wisps of smoke as the discarded cigarette is just lighting a grease laden napkin. You it's know, just. It's, is it just cigarettes going straight they're, they're into the metal just, bins? There's metal containers, so you just chuck, lob your fag in, hope for the best. I've seen <laughs> are they doing it to burn it? No, 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 it's just because you walk around and you throw, you throw your cigarette in the bin and then it catches fire. <laughs> it's glorious. I remember the first time. The, the, first the one smell I, must be something else. That's all right. The first one I saw, the best, the best one was uh, the first one I saw the winter I lived in Siberia. And I took a picture of it, sent it to Kev, it's like first bin fire of the year. Yeah, welcome back. Start. It's like the cuckoos have come back yeah, for yeah, spring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you know, it's going to start. Oh, do they not do it in uh, in the summer? Uh, oh, bins catch fire any time of year. That's yeah. the joy of bin fires. Um, but dozens, seen dozens in our in our time over there. Um, but yeah, the bins not really that notable. Really, just nice regular sized bins, big bins. Um, had recycling and non recycling, so maybe they are standing up to their ecological. Um, well, if it's in the constitution, yeah, well, breaking the law. One thing that annoyed me, annoyed me a lot actually. I feel like this is not going to be. 
I just, no, I've got two things. Hate. No, no, no. I've got, <laughs> I've got two Hate. things. I'll start off with the good news. Um, I, I ate a lot of food there. A mm. lot of simple food. And you liked it? A lot of salads. A lot of fresh ingredients. Oh, what lazy. And um, fresh ingredients was. And I, I, had, I had, well, I had a bit of an epiphany, really. I was wrong. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, because, and, and I've, tried, I've been trying to like, yeah. Oh, no. Fuck off, Ed. Game over. Uh, I've been, I've been We're done. I, I said in the, in, in the Greece episode that I, I, I thoroughly detested Greek food. Um, that, that I think that was, I mean, you've got the metrics, but that was one of our most commented <laughs> video. Everyone's just slagging you off. Well, don't worry. Yeah, people like, on TikTok were disagreeing. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got contentious things to say later, don't worry. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, 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 I ate a tomato and cucumber salad with just olive oil salt and pepper and I was like this is fucking incredible and I was like clearly all the veg in this country is just dog shit then yes uh, and I, 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 I didn't I've travelled but I never really appreciate <laughs> like, I've, I've been to <laughs> Africa exactly. I, I've been to countries but I, I was eating and I was like this is just really nice and like I, it's fresh what gets me the most here is the fruit like you can't get like a nectarine or something that is not like rock hard yeah it and just doesn't I, exist here I've, I, yeah so Greek food. Pop it under your horse seat for the day. In, Steam it up. In, in spite, something else there. Anyway. <laughs> in, so in spite of not not having been to Greece and eaten that food, I understand now. And I was wrong. So I apologize. Wow. This to is Greece a, this and is a, this is a huge everyone statement. on TikTok. Um, but talking about that Even food, the Americans. I'd like to talk about... Uh, is that uh, fucking prawns? They're like chips. Oh, yeah, they're prawns. Uh, Buzara, which is... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I thought you were just going to say, yep, prawns. <laughs> well, it's seafood prawns and shrimps in either onion, tomatoes, herbs, and sp spices, and red or white wine. I mean, I'm veggie, but the main thing that I miss is seafood. I don't, I don't get it. Oh, man. Really? It's nothing um, like tucking into some prawns. I'm not a big, I was never a big seafood guy. Ugh. Um, I don't think it would be the biggest thing I miss. I don't really have it that often, to be fair. So. It's the biggest thing I miss, uh, but the last thing I would eat, I think. Mm -hmm. Fishing industry is on its ass. But why if, if you had them yourself in your little tank? That's even worse. Well, yeah, maybe put it out of its misery. I saw a lobster in a tank in Montenegro. Disgusted me. They are ugly, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Was it American? <laughs> it was just an American tourist, like really red and like sunscreen. Um wearing those like big foam fingers. <laughs> they've got um they've got loads of loads of other national like foods. Yeah, so, black risotto. Yeah, black risotto is popular. which is made with cuttlefish ink. Think, yeah. Um That's, that's I, pretty I, good. I, I ate a lot of pizzas there, if I'm being totally honest. Like chivapi. You know chivapi? Um just no. they're just kebabs on sticks. Um, oh, that was shit popular as well, all over the Balkans. So, yeah, your, yeah. your your quote from that um, just Greek meat, just meat on sticks, just meat on sticks. So they have, So you just had veg on sticks. I didn't have anything on sticks. I you just stick had the stick. I, just had, I had I had the veg without the stick. Oh. Um, oh. And they have this this burger, which I've forgotten what it's called. It starts with letter L, um, and it's like part. It sounds rank. It's partially fermented and then cooked. But it's I had it in Serbia and it's fucking incredible. Um, fermented what? Meat. Brand oh, is it meat? Yeah, um, Bit smoked, smoky and, and dry, tangy, mm. just incredible. Um, didn't have as much chips as I was thinking, but I had those peanut things. 
This is becoming oh, a bamba. Yeah, it's a oh, bamba. Mate. It's incredible. Bamba is, what's oh. bamba? It's like peanut so water. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, is that the Israel, Israel. Yeah, yeah. thing? Um, and why do you think you'd have more chips? Oh, as a substitute, no, because no, there's I nothing just, else. I felt, yeah. like, I felt like it would be a very like, chipped potato, heavy. Yeah, chip potato. heavy, yeah. But it wasn't. Um, maybe I didn't search hard enough. I just imagine them being like the skinny, floppy, really dark brown. What's holiday chips that you get uh, they were pretty decent the ones I had but more skinny fries I'm not about that life okay one, th one thing I had quite a lot of, I tried some local wine some Montenegrin wine that was if I'm being honest a bit shit but each their own had some rakia love rakia you ever had rakia is that it's palinka in yeah the okay. so yeah, it's like yeah. palinka I, bought I, some, I do not like that at I all, bought some yeah. I should I should have bought some I got a, I got a litre of it um and it's like fifty percent stuff. It's good. Murderous. Um, and then I had a, I had quite a lot of beers there. A local beer called Nikshichko, which was delicious. Um, and what I want to talk about next, actually, because I struggle. I struggled with reading anything in that country, purely because. All right. So, as you might know, they speak a Slavic language. Most people in Montenegro, most signs are written in the Latin alphabet, even though most people can write and read in the Cyrillic alphabet. And it just gets me all fired up, like why Slavic-speaking countries don't use the alphabet that was specifically created for their fucking language. Um, so the Cyrillic alphabet, this is a bit of a history of the Cyrillic alphabet. <laughs> Cyrillic alphabet was invented in the 9th or 10th century, when um, four, the Slavic-speaking people of the Eastern Orthodox faith. Um, so these, these, these two monks, Cyril and Methodius, sent out, <laughs> sent out from, from um, Byzantium on their travels to bring God to that part of the world. They found that um, they couldn't, they needed to design an alphabet that could be used for the local languages. So taking bits of Greek, bits of Hebrew, they jumbled it up into a big alphabet soup, came up with this, because there are sounds that just don't exist anywhere else. So some seven, there's lots of variations, like Ukrainian's got its own version of, of, of the Slavic alphabet, of the Cyrillic alphabet, so it's Bulgarian, so it's um, Serbian, the funny little D with a line through it, um, and the N with a funny line. Um, so cultured. Um, <laughs> And it just annoys me. Like, why wouldn't you use the right alphabet? Like, why does po I don't know, why does Poland Polish spelling is fucking impossible? Wrote it in Cyrillic, you'd be like, oh shit, it's really easy to pronounce. I just think like, what, what are you doing? Why are you doing mm. this yourself? Why are you making your lives needlessly difficult? Slavic. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then, then I thought like maybe it's because they're Catholics. Like I get it. Like Croats. It's just for European integration. Cro they want to yeah, be Bulga closer to well, West. Bulgaria doesn't. I guess they didn't think it was they necessary. Need you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's a requisite. Like it's like you need it, but I feel like some were just trying to get away from. I th you know the Russian I think, influence. I think a lot of it is because if you if you if you're Catholic and your Bible's coming in Latin, you're like, oh, we'll just use that alphabet. Mm. Um, could be a bit of like national pride. I think. I think as well. I think for Croats, they're a bit like we need to be different. Yeah, but it's it depends. Like it's definitely like trying to you know appeal to other markets as well. Like 
Yeah, but it's not. Like, but it's not. It, right. Okay, it's not like they all changed the alphabet in the last thirty years, when or a hundred years, when global capital became a thing. Czech people have been using the Latin alphabet for like nine hundred years. It's not like they were like we need to market ourselves. The concept yeah, but, of marketing didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, but is it a problem for the Czech? I feel like it's a pretty easy language to write in the Latin alphabet. There's not too many accents, like you know, like it's quite lines a few. From... Like, it'd be a lot... like Polish. I agree. Like, there's just every letter's got a line through it. Like, it just it just riles me up. That's all. That's why I, <laughs> I need to get it off my chest because it. Right in about ten weeks, Tom will be like, you know what? I take it back. I take it back. I, I, read, love, I, I love how I went to Poland. <laughs> no, it just it won't. It won't change my mind. Um, and I'm aware that this might get into a TikTok. I'm aware there are some non-Slavic languages that use the Cyrillic alphabet, like Kazakh used to, like Mongolian. Mongolian, yeah. Um, and like Kyrgyz. We didn't actually talk about the Mongolian uh, alphabet. We the, mentioned the up and down the one. Up and down, oh, right backwards. Yeah. Um, oh, too late. Too late, never mind. Um, we are wearing the same clothes as you made. Oh, I didn't even take, <laughs> I didn't yeah, even take my cardigan off. Go I on. wonder why that is. The power of production. Um, yeah, we we didn't record this straight after Mongolia. Never. We just smell. We just came off and we were like, <laughs> that was so hot. We just need to go again. Um, hence why it sounds so poorly researched. Um, <laughs> it doesn't because you've literally just read the entire encyclopedia of well, that's Montenegro. Not... Right. Um, let's lighten the mood. <laughs> Monsters. Yeah. Monsters. <laughs> mythical, <laughs> mythical creatures. I haven't got a lot of information about this one. Ooh. But this is called the Psoglav. Um, oh, has it got, is it like bipedal? Or, yeah. Or is it so it's, so four-legged? It's literally, so um, Psoglav is... Translates to dog head. It's a demonic mythical creature in Balkan mythology, uh, believed believed to be existing in parts of Bosnia and Montenegro. It's described as having a human body, horse legs, a dog's head with iron teeth, and a single eye on the forehead. Um, yeah. Uh, iron teeth. Uh, described to live in caves or in a dark land which has plenty of gemstones but no sun. Um, <laughs> gemstones? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Okay, fair. Um, that's where they get the power. Magical So that's how, sometimes it's drawn with like donkey legs. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's drawn in like a suit of armor. So that's, that's it. I don't know. That's, I, I Honestly, I saw a picture of it and I was like, this is incredible. Um, oh, cool. But I couldn't find much information. That's how mysterious it is. Mm. Um, Did, I suppose you didn't see any on your travels? No, not hanging out by the bins I was looking at. Um, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, presumably it's like a. Doesn't look like it looks. It looks it looks like a nasty piece of work. Doesn't yeah, it, it like does. A, it looks like he's got long claws as well. It looks like Wolverine hands. Mm. Um, uh, it looks like he's. I wouldn't pet it. I, I probably. Do you reckon you could take it down? Ed? Is it the size of a human? I think so. Yeah, I think it's about man sized. No. <laughs> It's only got one no, eye. No, no, it's a person. So it's only got it's only got one eye in the middle of its head, though. Does that does that offer any advantage? Well, um, I guess if I've got a blind, like a a pirate blindfold, like you just poke thing. it in the eye. Yeah, it's done. Done for. Stay away from the iron teeth. You'd be uh, you'd be grand. Um, yeah, I, don't, I saw. I have. I couldn't tell you anything else. Um, 
They're pretty cool, though. Well, you know what? Those legs remind me of... Uh, let's get back to your food. Uh, those, <laughs> <laughs> those legs remind me of... I of love the, our segues. <laughs> one of the... Speaking of... <laughs> uh, one of the main like specialities in terms of food that I didn't mention before. Um, I suppose you haven't tried this, but the, this is in Latin alphabet, so I wouldn't know how to pronounce it correctly, clearly, because it's a wrong alphabet. Njeguzu? <laughs> Prosciutto. <laughs> oh, can I, have, can I have a look at it? Can I don't have a picture. Oh, the, the, the word. Njeguzu. Ah. Njeguzu. Njeguzu. There you go. Um, or Niegoso. Prosciutto, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. a very specific type of ham from that tiny village called Niegoso. Um But it's probably not called that. That's just like, it's probably like oh, it's, Niegoso. Yeah, it's, it's just the, the, the ham from there. Yeah. Um, the same way we call Palma ham, Palma ham. Yeah, but they call it something. Yeah, I know, but like, never mind. Um, <laughs> the climate and the altitude create the perfect condition for the prosciutto. It's uh, the pig is packed in salt for three weeks, hung to dry for a few more, and then smoked for four months. Ooh. Um, four months smoking. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very like specific to this place. Apparently, the road to get there has twenty-five hairpin turns. Oh, it's wicked, man! I'd like roads. to see the see pictures of that prosciutto yeah. or the village, <laughs> the roads. <laughs> yeah, so neither. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what have you got in your barrel, Ed? Um, right. Well, a lot of uh, a lot of it. To be fair, Tom has said already. There's there are 117 be- beaches along the 293 kilometer coastlines. Yeah, they're not they're not great. The beaches. They're all a bit sand, uh, stony. Oh, yeah. some, I, I, some of them are a bit like, oh, look at that slab of concrete next to the sea. We'll call it a beach. I, I suppose a lot of the sandy ones are like the touristy ones. No, 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 not really. There's not only the only big sandy ones that the, in the south by Albania. Uh, and in summer it's packed, but most of them are like shingly. Oh, okay. There's um, one positive out of that, though, is that you can see quite far underwater. Yeah, yeah visibility is wicked. Yeah, super, super good. Yes. Did you snorkel? No, I just held my breath. Oh, fair. The oldest olive tree in the world yeah. resides in Montenegro. How uh, old is it? Two thousand over two thousand years old. What? Uh, and it's in a town called Bar, and in that little village, there are over a thousand. Well, surrounding the village, of course, there are uh, over uh, one hundred thousand olive trees over a thousand years old. Shit. Yeah. Old and Jesus. They grow very slowly, though, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that one looks quite, looks quite big, to be fair. Mm. You'll have to Google it, I'm sorry. It's called Stara Maslina. Oh, the, the tree is? Yeah. Stara Maslina. Oh, well, mm. there you go. Um, I didn't see that tree, but I did I did try some bloke who made his own olive oil. Um, sending it around the bin to see what. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he went to a restaurant and he was like, try my olive oil. I was like, all right, give me some bread to dip it in. Then. Was <laughs> it good? Yeah, yeah, it was nice. I it's love here. olive oil. It was really nice. Um, I've got... Obviously, I've I've touched upon the wildlife. I don't know which button it is. There we go, the flamingos. So, um, Montenegro is home to one of the largest um, like bird reserves in Europe. It's like a really 
big stop-off point for migrating birds. Hmm. Um, it's called Lake Skadar. Skadar. Um, it's over. It's home to over 270 bird species, and it's vitally important uh, stop for migrating birds. As I said, the most popular being the Dalmatian pelican. Um, and they've done loads of work on trying to preserve that species and it's actually gone really well. Numbers have gone up. Um, but further down the coast, uh, there is a massive flock of flamingos. And right here you can see their mating ritual, which they group together and walk in a straight line and like turn their heads left and right really sharply. Um, and, uh, so that place, uh, it's like an old salt flats. Um, and it's called the Ulkinska Salinas, uh, which was the biggest salt producer on the Mediterranean. Um, oh. But it's now home to 500 flamingos and up to 40,000 birds. Is it 500? What? 500 flamingos. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the area is due to join Lake Scudder on Ramses' list of international importance for, for nature. So mm. it will be saved from overdevelopment. Um, pretty dull, but I thought it was quite cool. Did you watch um, Attenborough's latest series? I think it's called Life in Colour or something like that. No, not yet. It's really good. Uh, it's only two episodes. Four camera people, like people who are interested in that stuff. Um, it's really interesting because they got like this infrared camera. It's really cool stuff. Um, oh, what, like the heat sensor cameras? And... No, because they're, they're talking just about colour. So it's cameras set up to see in, you know, we, we can't see everything, like yeah. every spectrum of colour, whatever it's called. Um, but those cameras are set up in a way that, you know, with filters and stuff, that they see what animals would see. Mm. And I learned that flamingos, um, I mean, this might be common knowledge for you, but I didn't know, um, are not born pink. They just get pink after yeah, like, they die. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, the shrimp. Krill and stuff, yeah. yeah. No, I, had no, I had no idea. Um, and yeah, uh, for like birds seeing a new V, you look at a crow, it looks, oh black. yeah, completely but if different. you see a crow like shimmering, like mm. you'll, you'll see the sun reflecting off it, looks like an oily puddle yeah. and they're super vibrant bees seeing UV as well. Yeah. But, um, no, I've not seen um, it yet. Dying to see what are they called? Birds? Butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't they called flutterbys? That's a good question. Yeah. Do you, the word for butterfly in Luxembourgish is probably the most, like the best. It's very unique because the German version is completely different. French is completely different. It's called Pimpampel. 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 That's actually That's really sweet. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Way better than German Schmetterling. <laughs> <laughs> Schmetterling. Yeah, that's terrible. Um. So there's lots of birds. Lots of birds in Montenegro. There are also something pink that's also an animal. A pink panther. So, not the cartoon, not the character. There's actually a gang of um, notorious thieves responsible for some of the most brazen thefts in criminal history. They're known for successfully pulling off incredible heists at some of the biggest jewellery stores in the world and the most glamorous heists in history um, and one criminolo criminologist even describes their crimes as artistry. Um, in one heist at a jeweler's in Paris, they uh, netted $100 million. Um, 
in just six years, they robbed 120 stores in 20 countries. Um, and obviously they're renowned for their criminal genius. That's Japan, London, Denmark, Monaco, Paris, Switzerland, the UAE and the States. Um, they've all been targeted. Although it's not known exactly how many gang members are in the Pink Panthers, they mostly come from Serbia, Montenegro and Croatia. And it's thought around half of them come from Montenegro. Um, there's been a film made. Ocean's Eleven. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, a film documentary based upon their thefts called Smash and Grab was released in 2013. Um, and Japan's most successful robbery amongst them. Um and with the attention, this is my favorite bit, with the attention to detail of the heists ensuring a high rate of success. For example, before robbing a jewelry store in Bayritz, the gang covered a nearby bench in fresh paint to deter anyone from sitting on it and seeing them in action. Oh, oh, sneaky girls. fuckers. Yeah. Um, I almost kind of, I mean, I guess it's a lot easier when they don't like rob people who, it's never good to rob. Let's I mean, jewelry stores. It's but, like, you know, eh. Whatever. I kind of find it pretty cool. Yeah, like, it's wicked. Don't steal my <laughs> stuff, but steal precious gems and stuff. And yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, just remind me that. Have you ever stolen anything, Ed? Petty things from like shops when I was a kid. Probably. Petty for <laughs> Like what? Do you, do you have any, any good memories? No, I don't. Like, I remember. Any fond memories? <laughs> What's your top five thefts? Oh, I don't know. Uh, but. Um, but the film thing you were mentioning mm. reminds me that uh, James Bond Casin Casino Royale mm. uh, was apparently filmed in Montenegro, but that's not true. It was in Croatia. It, it's set in Montenegro. Uh, oh, is it? And people yeah. actually thought it was filmed there as well, but it's filmed in Croatia. Is the architecture similar? I suppose. Actually, yeah. the the cathedral or what, what a church in Kotor was supposed to be in Dubrovnik. But the architecture's changed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. I wrote something about that. So have you stolen anything, Tom? Loads of stuff, yeah. I used to... um, Mostly cheese. I I used (laughs) to put roast chickens through as bananas when I was at uni. Oh, yeah. On the the weighing scales. How many bananas would you need for that? Four or five. Really? Like a pound for like a seven, eight pound chicken. Yeah, you used to to get like... Packets of expensive steaks, stick them on the scale as an apple and put them in your bag. Those <laughs> brown great. onions are the cheapest thing on the on the it's, self selection. I used to. I, I don't steal anymore. I <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I do just for the thrill. But it's normally just like one of those like one of those like a cream egg or something. Just in my pocket, I'm like, so up your sleeve, so you're really subtle, like a magician. What I used to do is um, you might you might do you remember Woolworths, Ed. I've heard of it. I have no clue what it is. It was a high street shop, sold everything. But mainly you went there for the pick and mix. Yeah. You used to get like um, a cinema-style cup, fill it with pick and mix, get it weighed, and then you'd pay the weight. What what we used to do was roll up magazines, (laughs) put them in the cup, cover them with sweets, (laughs) just put it in a way and walk out with like a £12 magazine. Not 12 like an 8 Oh, yeah. uh, I wondered. I was like... That's just gonna make it <laughs> less more expensive. For yeah, sweets. but so the sweets like one pound twenty for a big one. You yeah, just, yeah. You stick a fucking stick a zoo mag in there and look at the tits. Zoo or Kerrang? Um, <laughs> yeah, it might have been Kerrang. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that was um, that was that's sort of me. Th- that's well, my comment on theft. Sometimes um, a bad experience can be akin to a theft, uh, and there's nothing worse than. Um, 
disappointing holiday lodgings, uh, which I'm I'm trying so hard to get these things. <laughs> which leads me majestically to uh, the Alpha Guest House International Edition, as always, brought to us in association with the Alpha Guest House Bristol's premium guest house provider and accommodation. And this week we're in uh, Chetnya uh, to go to Hotel Grand. Oh. Hovel. (laughs) (laughs) What what does that mean? (laughs) Hovel is like a hole. (laughs) Like a, a, literally like a a shit shit hole in the ground (laughs) where someone would live. So someone British, clearly. That's that's title. Have you ever seen The Shining? (laughs) Like that. Except with food so bad, you might actually considering consider eating cat vomit instead. <laughs> a nightmarish, brutalist leftover from Tito and communism. That's that's subjective. Uh, it's probably a, a, it was probably grand twenty five years ago, and now is crumbling and probably a death trap. No fire exits or fire doors or fire extinguishers. Balconies on the rooms are too low, dangerously so for we people. Maybe they're Scottish. Um, the rooms are not air-conditioned, a stab- shabby, musty, bathroom similarly shabby and ageing. We were dumped here by EasyJet when our flight was cancelled. They kept our passports in pigeonholes behind the reception, unsecure, avoid at all costs. <laughs> the passport bit is a bit dangerous. That's a bit dodge. Hovel. Yeah. Hovel. Um, never again. We were bussed by Tui after having eight hours at the airport to the worst hotel I've ever stayed in. As one review, reviewer put it, it reminded us of The shame of the Shining or Bates Motel. Um, really? Yeah. It was old and dirty, dusty, no shower curtain, no plug, noisy plumbing, leaking toilet, and awful food. Total nightmare, and here's the phrase, and I've travelled to a lot of places. <laughs> it, it, this is the last bit. It gets better, though. Um, don't eat the food. I had a stomach ache. Ache. We asked what the food was, and we were just told, it's not fish. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. There's another one that said um, you had the choice of either plugging something in to charge or watching the TV, because there's only one plug in the room. Well. Genius. Yeah. But I suppose when it, when it was designed. Assess your priorities. You didn't need it. Um, so that's it. When I, when I read, have you ever seen The Shining? I was like, oh, yeah, this is the one. I love that they both said it in their, in their reviews as well. Um, so yeah, that's the Common the grand, trend. the hotel grand in Chetnia. Good job. Um, it looks pretty cool. It looks like a bit futuristic and list. This is the monument to fallen soldiers uh, outside Nikshich. 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 I suppose you didn't go. Uh, no, I didn't go. Um, what a shame. You'd have loved it. I would have loved it, but it's really hard to convince. Um, <laughs> I have to take a day trip to look at some some Yugoslav monuments. Um, as I said earlier, they're all over the Balkans, all over the former Yugoslavia. Um, they're not necessarily just communist glorifying monuments. They're to like all all peoples because they they tend to be like war memorials. So some are like for partisans and stuff. But yeah, looks cool. They have about five or ten of them. Loads of really cool. Uh, looks huge. Looks like a jazzy Ferris wheel. <laughs> they yeah. have concrete um, they got loads of buildings like that all over the country and they're super beautiful how um, did you move around? just 
buses or do you rent a car? Mostly, mostly by, oh, I've got a lot of taxis, but they're really cheap. Um, and then some buses, like intercity buses. But normally, because we stayed just outside of town, you had to walk like 3K into town. And they don't have pavements on the roads we walk, so you just mm. walk on the side of the road and they drive a bit mental. Um, but yeah, mostly buses. Very fair. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm going to have to get out there. You've you've sold it. And uh, I suppose it's quite cheap as well uh, in terms not, of Europe, no? No, not as cheap as you think. Really? Oh, no, I would have I, thought. you can do it cheaply. Like it's... It's not central London prices, obviously, but it's, I didn't come back and be like, "Oh, that was such a bargain." Um, yeah, it was. It was all right. It wasn't. It wasn't like it's cheap. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if you maybe, compare it to an, uh, maybe my mind's really warped because I don't eat. I don't eat out that often. I don't. I just get my bland vegetables from the <laughs> from the supermarket and get on with life. Um, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think a lot of it's because like. There's a lot of wealth there from the UK, from Russia, from Ukraine, from so all the wealthy people go there. So they've got like a, I saw a Balenciaga shop. Mm. We haven't got one of those in Cardiff. <laughs> um, yet. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, they probably have, it's got like two C's in it or something. Um, <laughs> so yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Shall we um, shift on to a guest story? Okay, so back in 2017 to 2018, I went for a road trip in Africa. Um, I have to mention that I'm Eastern European. The trip took like 13 to 14 days, but the last couple of days I spent in a local jail. Let's get to it. <laughs> After a week, I feel I know locals and everyone is my friend. I hope you didn't call someone an N-word. I can like it. Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get into a bar... Um, and obviously I'm paying. It's all right. I would rather have 10 friends than $10 in my pocket. So we have a wild night. And by 4 to 5 a.m., I decided that I need to get back home. So I'm getting into my car, going forwards, back home. And somehow I took the wrong turn and ended up in Zimbabwe's president's back garden, in quotes. Local special ops jumped straight into my car and everything. I explained all the story and turns out I was living nearby. Anyway, long story short, they gave me a lift back home and told me that the next day I'm going to be able to pick up my car. Um, they probably thought that I'm a kid of a terrorist or something. Next day, I'm pulling up with a taxi to go pick up my rental car and immediately get arrested. How and why? Um, and nobody is answering. 20 minutes and I'm in a proper African jail. Turns out the company I've been renting out the car from, the owner was a proper terrorist against the government. Anyway, after almost 48 hours spent in there and many calls to lawyers, I was able to leave the jail and the country. Don't drink local drinks in Africa or don't drink and drive to the president's residence. I love that last phrase. President's I, re residence. I don't think you need that bit, though. Just don't drink and drive. Yeah, don't drink and drive. Don't, um, yeah, don't drink and drive. We don't endorse drinking and driving. No. Um, but that was a good story. It was very very similar to a previous one. How do you do that? Well, how do was, you end up? <laughs> I mean, if you're it drunk. Was, it was like two of our previous previous ones smushed into one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The, the elements the of Nairobi. Nairobi. They, all, they all feature Africa. Well, one was Amal. Oh, yeah. That's, What's, no, Amal. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of Gaddafi's, Paul's. Yeah. Gaddafi's daughter. Yeah. So we've had the Zimbabwe's president's back garden. So was that? And Gaddafi's daughter's that, garage. Was that then Mugabe? 
Was he still alive then? I don't know. 2017? 20... Yeah, 2017 to 2018. I don't think he was. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. I'd love to say that. That's a shame. <laughs> so that was our guest story. From... Yeah, well done. What was his name? Fan uh, of the show. Okay. Can I just do... And you can fill the name in afterwards. What, with my voice as yeah, well? Yeah. <laughs> Why just don't do it and you just sound like an idiot? Uh, yeah, well, I always do. Um... <laughs> so yeah thanks thanks um loyal thanks thanks loyal listener yeah um, I'm, i've i've hit my do you have any questions i can do, oh. I can do show and t- i've got show and tell we've got we're lucky peppermint. to have an expert today oh i was going to talk a little bit about history very briefly cool so it goes way back a long time but modernish history coastal bits mostly owned well controlled by the the Austro-Hungarians, um, the in like the inner inner bit in the south, more Ottomany. Um, they joined. They were liberated by the Russians in the in the Ottoman Wars, and then in nineteen, I want to say twenty one, after the First World War, they joined the Kingdom of Croats, Slo- Serbs, and Slovenes, which would later become the First Yugoslavia. And then Second World War happened. Always nasty down there. And then they became one of the six republics plus two provinces of the so- federal socialist state of Yugoslavia. And then when they, when they broke down in the early 90s, like 94, I think, 92, um, they stayed stuck to Serbia until 2006 when they finally fucked off and went independent. And in fact, they had their independence day when I was there. 16 years. Going strong. 16 nice. years is crazy. But how was that? How was the divorce? Was it? Uh, but because, because Serbs didn't really like getting rid, like losing some of their land. I think they were just, well, it's interesting because Montenegro has al- always been a separate country. So the country was Serbia and Montenegro. It wasn't just Serbia and Montenegro was a province. It's like mm. Ser- Serbia and uh, Montenegro had equal, well, equal sort of administrative standing within Serbia, even though oh, okay. probably Serbs thought they were culturally better because they always fucking, they think they are anyway. Um, don't make that into a TikTok, please. Um, <laughs> that's the, that's the rough history. Yeah. Um, so yeah, got any questions? Not really. I, I feel thoroughly educated on Montenegro because I just knew about pink birds and pink panthers. I don't feel I I barely scratched the surface of it. I literally just went off for a, a sunny hot holiday because I was sick of the UK. Fair. Um, I really want to go to Podgorica, but I hear it's a bit of a shithole. Oh, so you didn't go to the capital? No. It's really, it was completely out of the way for us because it's like. What would you recommend? Drive over mountains. Would you recommend to do the exact same that you did? um, Maybe add the mountains? I regret not going to Lake uh, uh, Shkadar. I regret not going further into the mountains, into the center of the city because they've got ski resorts there. They have like. Amazing hiking, um, beautiful little towns and monasteries. There's a monastery that's carved out of the side of a cliff somewhere. Wow. They've got some islands. Like it's it's absolutely like beyond breathtaking as a, as a country. Um, and um, I didn't have the time nor the inclination really to explore too much. So I finally wanted to relax a bit. Um, yeah, tired. You wanted a nap. I did want a bit of a nap. Fair. Um, I wanted, and I wanted to drink Long Island iced teas all the time. Well, I did, and it was great. <laughs> They're fucking brutal. <laughs> um, Do you have any more 
juice on Montenegro? No. I'd like all to juice go. Day. That's all I know. Yeah. I've, l- I've wanted to go for a while, to be fair. Um, it wouldn't disappoint. Um, well, it depends if you're expecting the Mongolian steppe. You'd be pretty disappointed there. Uh, I think that the views would make up for it. <laughs> You'd be like, whoa. Okay. Um, I mean, the, the mountains look unbelievable. Well, you wait to see the bins. actually do you remember in the greece episode i said that my friend um forgot his passport and we couldn't drive back the way we wanted to we actually wanted to drive through montenegro it was like it was like the main thing about driving back that way we were like how would you have done that well through through serbia and kosovo yeah well we drove through serbia but straight into croatia so straight through serbia but we would have liked to go montenegro but they would not have let us in with our passport but they don't even Serbia with that. Well, Serbia did. <laughs> we just tried. Did you, at the did you try? Mo- oh, you tried with Montenegro. No, no, we did. Like because if they said no, we would have been so far from like everything else. And we pr- instead we just spent time in Croatia, which was just as no in Slovenia, which was just as good. But yeah, wanted wanted to go for a while. Yeah, it looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's worth it. Really worth it. And they and if you if you like skiing, they have ski resorts. I think I might mention that just now. I yeah. definitely would die if I went skiing. You'd love it. <laughs> I think <laughs> it would be fun, but I definitely would die. Um, yeah. Really good at water polo. What, the Montenegrins? Yeah, and uh, handball, volleyball. They've got quite a few famous basketball players who are also fucking tall. Oh, oh yeah. that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Swish, swish. You do you ever play basketball, Ed? You strike oh you strike me as a baller. Uh, so you've asked this before. Uh, no, I have never played basketball. Ed can't jump. Can you not jump? I can. I don't know. Why. Um, <laughs> There's a film from the '90s. It's about basketball. It's called White Men Can't Jump. Oh, okay. So it was called Ed Can't Jump. Though. <laughs> Should remake That'd be it. Though. Strangely prophetic. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I can what sports, jump. What sports did you play growing up aside from football? Fo- just football. Only well, football. no, I played a bit of uh, Can tennis. We guess? Actually. Oh. oh, sorry. Regular table or regular? Actually, both. Table at school and tennis in the the club. You must be great at table tennis. Why? So long. I I wasn't back then. I was like 12. Yeah, I imagine you were still pretty gangly for a 12 year old. No, I was fine. What? So when 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 did you. When did did you. I wasn't a freak yet. (laughs) (laughs) When did you start really, really outgrowing your. 17? 16, 17. What? So you were a regular sized child? Yeah, you were 16, and then like 17, one summer, like... just, I came back to school and everyone was midgets. What were they feeding <laughs> you that summer? I don't know. Just normal. Pork know. and beans. Pork and beans. <laughs> <laughs> like every summer. Must have been them, them magic beans. Um, swap the beans out this time. I think we should close the book on Montenegro. For now. Yeah. For now. See you. See you on the other side. Yeah. Peace.